structure was good, willing to block shots. We kind of stopped moving our feet on the breakout. Uh, they did a better job with their D keeping pucks alive, hemming us in. So when we did flip a few out, we weren't able to get the four check going. So, I mean, we talked about that. They're a good team, good offensive team. They're going to have a push. So ideally, is it, you know, do you want to spend that much time in your own? No, but I understand why you're managing the puck and they're at home. They're, like I said, they, they're going to have their push. They happen to have it then. And it would have been good if we could have made a couple more plays. But you don't want to do that at the, the expense of giving them a, a good opportunity. So we're probably a little too conservative, but, you know, we, we know how to defend. So we're probably... Those players, the players are probably more comfortable than me and you are, Steve, watching that. So uh, it worked out. He works on it in the bumper, but again, nice little curl and drag there by Marsha. Clean breakout. <laughs> While you're cutting to your right, quick release. I don't know if it ramps off the defenseman's stick or not, but that is just a quick release bullet by Bergeron. High to the blocker side. <laughs> I've been told it's a good idea to start a speech with a joke. Well, don't get your hopes up. I'm not here to tell jokes. I'm here to pick a fight. All right, welcome back to the Boston Bee Party. What could be our last Boston Bee Party for the season, thanks to the coronavirus? I'm David Rodriguez. And I'm Tyler Scales. You just heard uh, Bruce Cassidy talking after the 2-1 Tampa Bay win a couple Tuesdays ago, and also what could prove to be the last regular season goal for the Bruins on Patrice Bergeron uh, scoring at the end of the Philadelphia game on, was this this past Tuesday night, correct? Yeah. Tyler, this is a fucked up situation. Yeah, it really is. I, I never thought that the entire sports world would uh, close down. Yeah, all the sports, except WWE. They're still doing the WrestleMania stuff, by the way. Yeah, I mean, scripted sports, I suppose they can cheat a little bit. <laughs> uh, no, nah, you you know me. I, I used to follow wrestling. I don't really follow it too much nowadays. But Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is weird. I've never... I, I've never... We've never yeah, been alive for something like this. We've never been seeing something like this before. We uh, we have seen a cancellation in sports before in 2005. Yeah, we, we've seen it for a, a, a day or two or a week back at 9-11 when the NFL shut everything down for oh, a week. Yeah. Uh, baseball shut everything down for a week. Marathon bombing in 2013. But everything was basically shut down for a few days there when they were searching for that bastard. Yeah. Uh, who we shouldn't even say his name. Don't no. give him the pub. I, I, I completely forget his name, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're a little yeah. younger. You were, what, 13 at the yeah. time? Yeah. I was, I was in seventh grade at the time for that uh, thing. I remember April vacation. Well, it wasn't very much fun, I can assume. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, if you don't know what's going on by now, you must be living under a rock. Um, coronavirus has basically shut everything down. The NBA on, what was it, Wednesday night? Yeah. Um, what was the player's name? Rudy Gobert from the Utah Jazz got the uh, coronavirus. He tested positive. And he, he decided to touch a little bit of the mics before that. But anyway, in all seriousness, we all hope for a serious recovery for that guy. It's yeah, for, every- for everybody as a whole on the coronavirus. Lovely. Uh, sorry about that random uh, Apple iPhone noise. 
Uh, yeah, you wish that you hope that everybody who ends up with this makes a, a safe and speedy recovery. Yeah. Um, you know, I was trying to catch up on watching some of the games yesterday, and it was hard to even focus. You're watching all these leagues shut down. The NB the NBA Wednesday night, Major League Baseball shut down. Um, and then the PGA said they were gonna continue to play at the very least in front of no. Yeah, empty people. arenas. Um, which, you know, the NHL was talking about, I believe San Jose had already said they were going to shut down the arena to fans. So, I mean, your thoughts, Tyler, as far as... Yes, as you said, it's pretty crazy to see something like this happen. Uh, it's a bit confusing because we're not going to be seeing any sports for a while. For like... I know, I'm already jonesing. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 24 hours without sports and I'm already jonesing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's very unfortunate to see something like this happen. Uh, we all love sports, and it really sucks that this virus just took it all away from us this year. This year has been very bad. I got to be honest with you. With Kobe Bryant dying, uh, this World War Three stuff happening. I mean, <laughs> I don't with know the rumors. I, with the I don't rumors. know. I don't know if we should be saying World War Three right this moment. I I think that's a little a little far. Well, <laughs> let, they, let, let's they, hope. Let's hope that's not a true statement. <laughs> yeah, I hope not too. Um, I, I but that's going around though. It's going yeah. Around. Th- there's been a lot. Of, uh, I've heard people comparing the possibility of the amount of deaths to uh, the amount in World War Two. Um, I understand why people are crazy and feel they need to compare things to World War Three. Yeah. Uh, I I would hope that people in the world are smart enough to realize that this is a this is a disease. It was. It's spreading fast and spreading. You know, yeah, that's a, that's what's scary about it. It's maybe, how fast it's spreading. Yeah, maybe some responses could have been quicker. Uh, I'm not pointing any fingers. I I don't know enough about it to say things about other people. Um, but I I think that a lot of people are are finally learning to wash their hands and to cover their mouths properly when they cough and they sneeze. Obviously, you should do that into the your elbow. Uh, for those of you who don't know. Wash your hands with hot soapy water. Lather for a good twenty seconds. Sing the uh, happy birthday song a couple of times while you do it, or maybe the alphabet. You know that's a good way to count to twenty without actually counting to twenty, folks. Yeah, and I am looking at Instagram right now. I, I'm reading a data pack. Um, the COVID nineteen virus has like the most mentions in the media with one point one billion. That's oh. how big it is. Yeah, and you know it's understandable because we're living in like a new age with the internet now being really big. This is like the first big like like panic attack from like in the internet with this uh, virus going around. Um, the internet, by definition, is a giant panic attack, buddy. I'm sorry, I hate to say it. It is. It's it, a panic it, yeah. attack waiting to happen anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Widespread panic is what the internet does. Yeah, of course. Um, there was memes out there uh, of the old Scooby-Doo cartoon, you know, with the monster mask on. Let's see who what's really scary about the coronavirus. And then the next yeah. picture, they take it off, and there's CNN, Fox News, ABC, CBS, name them all. They were all on that. It was, yeah, it was kind of, of course. Kind of a comical thing. I personally feel that you need some sort of comedy in every bad situation just to keep yourself from wanting to hurt yourself. Yeah, I know, because this news, it's always, like, very, like, bad news. And, you know, as a world together, we need to, like, find some, like, something good. Absolutely. Like, we should really, all, like, all get together and help each other on this yeah. one because... You know, uh, you know, there's talk of the government trying to make sure 
hourly employees like myself and yourself uh, still somehow get out with this. I was watching a clip on uh, the internet uh, where they're trying a senator. I forget her name. I can look it up at the break if we have a break. I don't know how long this show's gonna actually go today. <laughs> <laughs> I think we spent more time prepping for it than we may actually record, but. Um, trying to make sure that everybody in the United States, regardless of health insurance, can get tested for free because, you know, it's a pandemic, yeah. which if you don't know what a pandemic means, it basically means it's going to affect pretty much everybody. It is yeah. all over the place. There's no hiding from it anymore. We we tried to sweep it under the rug and somebody moved the damn rug and forgot to vacuum. So Yeah, it's it's a messed up situation with this whole virus. I mean... I mean, it, it, I, we, we've just never seen anything like this before. I don't know if we ever will either, Tyler. Yeah. This we, is... we may not survive to see something else like this, just hopefully naturally. Hopefully. Um, hopefully this isn't a uh, Stephen King, The Stand situation. Great book, by the way, if you haven't read it. Take the five months to read it. Yeah, you told me about The uh, Stand, too. Want to tell, me, tell the audience about it if no one knows about it? Yeah, I mean, Stephen King wrote a book back in the day. It was about... You know, basically a virus getting out of a military facility and wiping out 90% of the planet and what happens after that. You know, a total Armageddon story. So that, yeah, He said it was much worse than well, yeah. this coronavirus. Yeah, I mean, that's coming from someone's imagination. Who knows? You know, they say life imitates art and so on, but this yeah. is a little fucking ridiculous if you ask me. Uh, so again, biggest thing to take out of this is wash your hands. It's going to affect people uh from my understanding uh, the elderly and people with respiratory problems so check in on any old folks yeah. that you happen to know your how do you neighbors. feel about the, how do you feel like the panic around the internet how they are like handling this situation dan dave the internet i think the i just told you i think the internet is a cesspool for panic anyway yeah um so i i try to find what i feel is a reputable reputable excuse me news source uh, and follow that. Yes, I do look on the other side of things sometimes. Um, you know, with the basically again, like we said, the entire sports world shutting down. I think that's going to get a lot more people to pay attention. Uh, they've, yeah, they've done this on their own. Obviously, they've talked to their doctors and scientists, and I think that's who you need to leave it up to. Don't listen to your fucking politicians. Don't listen to these I, you stupid know, people on the internet who always yeah, post memes and stuff. Yeah, don't don't, listen to don't look at listen to that jackass on Twitter with an egg still. He won't even put up a picture of his face or you know even a piece of food that he may or may not like, uh, or she for that matter. Um, listen to the scientists. Listen to the doctors. Listen to the CDC. Yep. Yeah, those, those are the people we should look for uh do i think uh mark cuban saying he was going to make sure the vendors and the people who worked his events were going to be taken care of i think that's great i hope that um it's not obviously this is going to fall on companies to take care of their employees i i do think i i think it's a good sentiment that the government is going to step in or, or is looking to step in and try to make sure that people are okay for what could be two weeks could be 30 days from you know <coughs> go wash your hands i can't at the moment i'm talking <laughs> no listen i'll talk no. in all seriousness i really no. should but no um don't worry we, we don't worry steve and chris we got plenty of sanitizer thanks to you yeah, guys have, here you at give C us our life CSB. Soul spray, so um yeah. and he he coughed into his uh, proper spot <laughs> yeah i did don't worry i did <laughs> all right so 
Yeah, I like, I like to take my take on this uh, panic. I feel like it's a bit of over-exaggerating. Like, people just look at the, the, like, the wrong sources all the time. And, you know, you have to look at the right ones, like the CDC uh, symptoms. It's a cold, it's a fever. We've all had those kind of feelings before. I'm going to say right now, I've never had a flu before, and I've never experienced it. I think my dad had it once. He said it sucked, and I don't really want to get it, but I'm always going to be careful for this. Just you got to be careful. you got to look around the people around you. you got to be confident. If you get it, you have to be confident you will, like, pass this. And you shouldn't be worried. I feel like panic will be, like, a thing that um, gets people to, like, really, like, get, like, bad. Yeah, the the symptoms, if you don't know by now, for the corona disease, coronavirus is fever, cough, and shortness of breath. If you're experiencing any of these, call your doctor. Um, they may appear for, they may appear two to 14 days after exposure. I didn't realize we were going to do a doctor show on this, but, you know, yeah, that's is, okay. This is really a good time to do it. This is, this is one of the good things about having your own platform to speak on. You can yeah. tell people whatever the hell you want. Um Obviously, yeah, I know, I know, obviously yeah. we're trying to give the proper information yeah. and not just sound like complete jackasses. Yeah, you know? I, I, we just try our best to like make sure we have like the right sources. We don't want to like sound like really. We don't really want to joke around with this coronavirus. Yeah. This is this is very serious. No, again, there should be some sort of humor in everything in, in life. Um, yeah. But yeah, people need to take this serious. Uh, take it maybe more serious than we have been for. You know, they were talking about this back in January, like you and I had talked about on the way in. So, you know, yeah. definitely got to take it more serious than we have in the last couple of weeks, months. I think the last two weeks have been the most serious people have been taking it uh, with an NBA player uh, coming down with it. Gobert, was it? Yeah, Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Um, and on Donovan Mitchell, too, that other his teammate was tested positive, too, but... The rest of his teammates actually didn't. Uh, they tested negative, so yeah, I found that's good to hear. I found out that the NBA was doing this. Um, I was playing some DraftKings, and uh, one of my players, all of a sudden, the game was postponed, so kind of screwed me there. But yeah. you know, it was a ten cent game, so I'm not that pissed about it. <laughs> uh, I got I got all my PGA stuff back, but uh, yeah, I just I looked down. And I was like, what's going on? Why is the game postponed? And I started searching the internet and. Lo and behold, I found out what was going on. I don't know how you found out. Um, but, yeah, like I said, I spent yesterday trying to catch up on games but being completely distracted with everything else that's going on. Yeah. Um, we will talk some hockey in a few moments. And we'll... Yeah, but this is this is like the more serious thing because we're not going to have any hockey for a while. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it sucks. And I feel like the old, like the hockey games before were just – old stuff that happened but we always should talk about it of course but yeah i mean it's it it's it shows you how thing how yeah i mean sports like i said earlier it's it's a way to take you your mind off your daily life um everything for the nba and the nhl right now it's shutting down right before that playoffs which let's face it you you don't play the game for the regular season you play the game for the playoffs yeah you know you're trying to win a championship well Um, that's stanley cup you want that uh world cup you know, I, I saw some people on Twitter uh, saying something to the extent of, you know, did the Bruins, well, the Bruins are asking to the extent of, will the Bruins, because they have the most points in the NHL, just win the cup. Um, yeah, that would be awful, I think. You, you don't want it just handed to you. You want to earn it. Uh, part of earning it is playing the entire regular season and then playing the postseason. So, I mean, if that's 
how the Bruins win the Cup. And uh, the only way I'm going to be able to tell people that Tuka Rask won the Stanley Cup as a starter, then I'm, I'll have to live with that. Yeah. <laughs> But not not ideal in any situation. And you, you again, it's more about the health and safety of the general public. Of course. Um, yeah, I, I actually feel like it's this is a good move for all sports, just to postpone everything. It, like every everybody's health matters, everybody's safety matters. Yeah, and if that's you, the first thing that comes to to sports. Yeah, and for those people who think that it's an overreaction, well, you're certainly entitled to your opinion. Uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with Tyler pe- on this one. You know, I understand people are mad. I understand why. You would hate this move, but you have to respect it because every player in, the, in their health matters. Yeah. I they mean, play for you, and their health should matter. TD Garden is, what, 17,700-plus seats, something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, not including daily employees. What do they have, about 15 concession stands per level? That's mm. thirty. That's at least 30 concession stands, you know, probably 5 to 10 people. Per stand, depending on what you're selling, you know, it, that's that's a lot of people. Those numbers add up. You know, that's an extra, call it just round number of a thousand people that you got to get in on a game day, including TV crew and announcers and medical staff. So, uh, again, those numbers are kind of just thrown out off the top of my head there, just, you know, saying for an in- instance. I don't know those to be true. I just feel like they're fairly close yeah so yeah there's gonna be a, a lot of people not working right now uh, i have to assume a uh, organization like the nhl or the nba can withstand it you know it being mm. a couple weeks maybe a month so to get back to the idea of sports tyler what what do you think the plan should be say we can get back at this in 14 days two weeks from now would be uh well today's friday the 13th so we're all fucked anyway yeah. <laughs> Two weeks from now would be uh, the 27th of March. You know, there would be, let's take a peek at the schedule, there would be only a handful of games left as far as, for the Bruins anyway, considering they would have 12 games left. So let's go to that point in the schedule. The 27th, they would have four games left. What do you, what would you, what would you think the plan would be, say you get back at it in two weeks? Probably after the, uh, 30 days stuff happens to see how yeah i'm not even talking 30 days i'm saying if you can get oh. back at it in in 14 days yeah probably probably could work i mean do you play the last four games or you just jump right into the playoffs probably play the last four games i think it's best to play a couple handful of games before the playoffs to get like into the system of playing hockey again kind of ramp it back up a little yeah you were so delayed you could be a little bit rusty yeah and i know there's some some tight playoff races especially out west um i i kind of agree with you if if you can get back in and i don't want this to be rushed back for my entertainment yeah i wouldn't want that too i Um, I want the thing to be i want the coronavirus just die off yeah well i I don't know if that's going to happen anytime yeah it's not going to Consider. I mean, doctors have said the vaccine could come like in, in about a year. Yeah, in that, 2021. That's what I had been hearing. It's going to be probably about minimum year and a half, close to a year to a year and a half for it to happen. Um, you know, it's so I I think if you if you can get back at it in two weeks and if it takes a month or the whole thing's just canceled, I'll understand. Um, I would yeah. love to see the playoffs. Uh, I've heard people floating the idea of the NBA waiting till the summer to resume and then seeing using that as a test because maybe the NBA was thinking about moving their season to the summer, which would be great. 
Uh, I was listening to Felger and Maz yesterday on 98.5 The Sports Hub here in Boston, and Felger was, uh, no, Maz was saying he thinks it would be great for the NBA uh, because it would drive Major League Baseball to either die or improve because I don't know how your feelings on baseball, but there's a lot of sentiment that baseball is boring as fuck, and it can be. I can understand why. Those four-hour games, I mean... Yeah, it's it's mostly the game is mostly slow paced. I, I that's how I feel about baseball. Yeah, which is one of the things I love about hockey is it's the fast pace. It's one yeah, of the it's things. Fast paced, nonstop action. Yeah, it's one of the things I like about football. It's it's not as transitional, but it's still it's got a certain structure to keep the game moving. So you, yeah, you know, there's delay of games in hockey. Bergeron took a penalty for puck over the glass for delaying the game. Um, yeah, in that. Tampa game on Saturday, one of the coaches got tossed out for stepping on the ice. It's considered a delay of game penalty. Did he really do that for <laughs> that reason? I thought, he, I thought he was talking trash. Something okay. like that. Let me check. I thought he was chirping on the uh, Bru- Bruins me, bench. Yeah, no, because um, I remember Jack Edwards on the Nesson broadcast saying something to the extent of he had never seen it. So I made a little note down here somewhere. See if I can find it. Um, That's pretty crazy. Yeah, no, it was, it was nuts. Yeah, so I, I don't know that, why he would that. Do game that game on Saturday... Those last two Tampa Bay games, the one the Tuesday in Tampa and then this past one on Saturday, were great hockey games. I love those hockey games. I, I hated the fact that the Bruins gave up two shorthanded goals uh, to start so that second game, but the rest of those two games were just playoff atmospheres. Of course. And you were getting yeah. ramped up for it. and then Because those two teams were most likely going to be going to the Stanley Cup Finals. Those are the two most likely teams that can like possibly win it. Too. Yeah, although I saw somebody did some simulations and it showed that uh, the Flyers had the best chance to win the cup. And okay, I mean they're they're possibly the underdogs of this. Uh, yeah, of the playoffs, I mean, if it's, it happens, it's all about chances, I get, but not exactly. Yeah, it's too this sure. is the NHL, so anything can really happen. We could see the fucking Minnesota Wild win it if they make the wild card. All of a sudden. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even know if they were gonna. We'd have to. We'll take a look at that as we go, because uh, who knows if we might just be talking to waste some air yeah. at this point. But yeah, team staff game misconduct, coach on ice is what I have written down. Wow. There was a bench by and a delay of game. Did he? Did he? he by, I, I uh, think his uh, Andre Palat. Oh. Yeah, I think his intention was like check if a player was like okay. No, I don't think that was it. That was after the uh, the <laughs> the no call, and then just a giant shit show when uh your your buddy pat maroon came up and started pestering uh chara who almost hits the referee yeah and then sorelli after him fucking douchebag just cross checks chara so dirty i hated when i saw that i I love the passion in you right now tyler yeah i'm gonna miss that if we don't get to do this again we're gonna do this again i'm not letting a damn virus gonna stop us i mean it's gonna have to stop us for a little bit but i mean after episode 20 man after that virus just says NHL is back. We're getting right back into the podcast. Man. That would be episode twenty-one if we get to do that. Yeah, yeah, episode twenty-one. Uh, um, but yeah, right. I hated that cross check so much. That yeah, was no, so was, dirty. You know, he's trying to talk to the ref, and he comes by and gives him a little whack. Uh, that's maroon, and then Sochara goes after him, and then comes Sorelli. You're right. You know, he's already trying to engage with somebody else. You, do you really want to fight Chara considering... Yeah, that was a big mistake Sorelli made. I, uh, w- I wish Chara brought the gloves with him. I'm Even pretty... if he tried, I think Sorelli would just run away like a bitch. <laughs> it's, it's fucking Chara, bro. 
Even at 44 years old, he's still kicking ass. Well, Maroon made a comment after the game about how angry Chara was at that point. He was like, yeah, I think I poked the wrong bear kind of thing. Uh, not an exact quote. Well, at least he was honest about it. it was, I mean, at least it was Maroon something. fought. I mean, at least Maroon actually did drop the gloves with him earlier oh, in the season. Yeah. In their first game. I mean, they basically dropped them right then and there. I mean, it ended up being more of a, you know, a, a cuddle fest rolling around on the ice. But <laughs> what are you going to do? So, um, all right. So, you want to go back a couple weeks since we missed some week, some time here? I, I don't think we. Uh, how do you feel? What's final thoughts on the coronavirus? Want to do that? Uh, yeah. It, my final thoughts. It sucks. It canceled all my fun. Um, yeah, same. And uh, you know, now I have to wait an hour for a table at work because I'm waiting for people to come. Yeah, out. Th- this is a really this is a really bad situation with this coronavirus. We've never seen anything like it before in our timeline. Uh, yeah, it's. Hopefully this thing just gets better and better as days days go. I don't think it will because I think cases will like rise even after like the travel ban from the U.S. Donald Trump made. Yeah, Thirty days. On I, I you may not agree with it, but I, I understand you don't want more of this coming in. Um, you know, but let the people off the fucking cruise ships. Yeah, it, it's only gonna get worse. We have on yet a to accept ship the if fact the that case. this is unfortunately gonna be still a bad thing to happen. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go back on to the last day of February. It's actually the extra day in February, the leap day, February 29th. Um, Boston goes to the Islanders uh, in, on in New York. Excuse me. <clears throat> um, I'm still a little fucked up over all this, so please forgive me. Uh, yeah. Boston wins four nothing. Let's uh let's listen to the goals right now from that game. I believe all of them were from Nesson. Drew closes, looking for Bergeron, racing into the crease. Pasternak drives it home, and whether they count this or not will be a matter of judgment. Marshawn finds a lane. Grizzly, McAvoy, Marshawn. Grizzly holds, looking, and off Boychuk and in! Grizzly denied earlier in this yeah. shift, and then he gets the great bounce. Marshawn to Pasternak through his stick. McAvoy wrists it toward Varlamov. Marshawn on the wraparound, scores! Pasternak to Tori Krug, the shot saved Varlamov. Krejci digs it loose. Krug to McAvoy, he scores! The Long Island boy leads his calling card! 4-0 Boston! Yeah, that was Jack Edwards uh, on Nesson last Saturday, uh, two Saturdays, February 29th. Um, Pasternak opens the scoring, 4 minutes 30 seconds into the first period. After Bergeron drives the net, looking to tip Krug's pass, Andy Green makes contact, which uh, leads to Bergeron colliding with Varlamov. Pasternak picks up the puck as it uh, comes up to the boards, and he fires it into an almost empty net. New York doesn't challenge. It was Andy Green's fault that Bergeron made contact with the goaltender. Yeah. I had no problem with that. Krug and Carlo a little while later... uh, 
help Rask out uh, when Rask slides way out of position. I don't know if you saw this picture on the internet, but you got Tory Krug on his hands and knees at the top of the paint, and Tuka Rask is way out to the left, almost at the bottom of the uh, the left circle. Yeah. Uh, and Krug actually, uh, Coyle even was in on that, helping out as well. I think Coyle's the one who actually bats the puck away. Uh, so at 13-10 of the first period, Matt Grizzlick with his third of the year from Marshawn and McAvoy. Grizzlick looking to pass the puck down low to the opposite corner, has his pass bounce off Johnny Boychuk. Uh, came a minute or so after Grizzlick had another good opportunity in close. A couple bad penalties by the Bruins. And yeah, there was a total of six penalties in this game, and New York had a face-off. And they converted in on none of those power plays. No, Boston's power play was a little lacking over the last couple of weeks, especially at this point. Uh, no, actually, I'm full of shit right there. Well, Ma- no. McAvoy gets one late in the game. Yeah, it was one oh uh, one three for the uh, power play for the Bruins. McAvoy gets another goal. He's been on fire lately. I think I want. I want to see how many points he had during this game. McAvoy? I think yeah, it was McAvoy, two. yeah, I think he had two points. A goal and an assist. Three points, actually. Wow. Oh, that's right. Uh, and it was a homecoming game for him. He's a New York boy. Uh, I still love the yeah, tweet the from Long Island boy from Jack Edwards. Yeah, I, I still love the tweet from uh, may as well be 100 years ago now where McAvoy says he hates the Bruins. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> Sh- he was a high school kid back in the day. When shows he up every once in a while. It's kind of funny. He was just a fan, not a player. Um... So at 11.06 of the third, Brad Marchand with his 27th of the year picks up the McAvoy shot, wraps around the back of the net, and is able to slip it under Balamov. Marchand ends up chirping Komarov after the goal. Couple He's of been hits. doing that quite a bit yeah, lately. They've, al- they've always had a little thing going at each other. Yeah, um, he always talks shit after a goal. I, I love that about him, man. Yeah, he's just looking Always at, talks yeah. shit after a goal. Well, I mean, the, the guy's a smaller guy, and he's... Great scorer for the NHL. And, and he's the most hated player in know, the league, too. Pretty much, He's yeah. the rat. The little ball of hate. Yeah, but, he's that's what he's doing, he needs to do. He's the rat. He talks shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking rat. I'm going to score on your goalie, you <laughs> bitch. Um, all right, so and then at 16-26 of the third period, McAvoy with his fourth of the year on the power play. Krug picks up Krejci's pass um, after it kind of goes around the net. To find a wide-open McAvoy, who one-times the puck under the crossbar for his third point of the afternoon. And, yeah, that, yeah, was, that, that was, was pretty much it on that game. That was game. a good game. Nice to see Tuka Rask getting another shutout. That was his 49th career shutout as well. In his fourth of the year. Oh, yeah. Um, He's been having quite a bit of shutouts. I think he has – let me check the stats. If I'm not correct, I think he has a really good amount of uh, shutout uh, wins. Who? Took a rask. You just said 49. Four in the year. No, I said four. Yeah, four in the year, 49 for his career. Yeah, 49 uh, in the, on in the career and four for the season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he actually gets a fifth one later on, but we haven't gotten to that game quite yet. Cause the next, second in the league for the uh, most shutouts in the in season. The next one up was the Tuesday night, March 3rd, in Tampa Bay. And Bruins beat the Lightning 2-1. to one. In what I will describe as a playoff atmosphere, I think a lot of people did. Yeah, this this was a really good game. Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay and Boston, yeah. two of my favorite teams, by the way. Back yeah. the, back then, as a child, I've always told I love Martin St. Louis and Martin Lecavier. Yep. In two thousand six, Vincent, Vincent Lecavier. Vincent Lecavier, excuse me. Uh, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen him. 
right. always doing. Let's listen to Mike Milbury, uh, John Forslund, and I believe P.E. McGuire is in one of these cuts as well. Let's listen to those calls from the uh, NS- NBCSN call. He said they practice a lot against these types of situations, but you can see the Bruins, a high cycle there. Krug interchanging with Marshawn. Marshawn's going to throw it down low. Krug now overplaying the role of a forward, throws it out front, and I think it goes off of Marshawn's legs. Yes, it does, Pierre. The beauty of this goal, basically, is there's perpetual motion on the part of the Bruins. Tyler Johnson lays it along for Gord up top. Unattainable pass, now a foot race. Jake DeBrus gets back up. He walks in alone. He scores! Jake DeBrus with his first and 11. The drop's over, and the Bruins have a 2-0 lead. All right, yeah, that was uh, NBC, all three of them there. Milbury, Forslund, and McGuire. Um, Boston opens the scoring with Marshawn's 28th of the year. Takes a shot from the top circle. Rebound picked up by Krug along the wall. Um, sends the puck towards the net off of Marshawn's leg and in. Then about five minutes into the second period, Tampa Bay thinks they have a goal by Yanni Gord. It's challenged, uh, and believe it or not, it is actually goes in Boston's favor on this Surprisingly one. Surprisingly, I, I thought for sure that'd be a goal. Uh, there was a lot of Milbury talking about Nick Ritchie being out of weight, not uh, overweight, not of shape <laughs> yeah, in this shut game. Shut up! I mean, he's, he's in the NHL on the second line. Yeah, I mean, Ritchie, what are you talking about, my guy? I, I think one of the things that was kind of said as soon as these two guys came from Anaheim is how fast practices were. Uh, they weren't yeah. really used to it out there in Anaheim, and I don't know if that's really on the player as opposed to the staff. And I'm That's again. The coaches. I'm not. I'm not talking shit, but I am. I guess I kind of am. I don't really mean to. Um, but yeah, he's. Uh, he came from a, a system where practices weren't, and you shows in the standings. Obviously, practices weren't as high a, a uh, priority as they are here in Mighty Boston. Mighty Ducks got to come back. They got to come back. That's when. That's that's how people will care about Anaheim again. Mighty Ducks, bring those jerseys back, the purple. Well, they're going to make the new series, right? Just We talked about that oh, with yeah. Dan a couple Good weeks ago. Good time to do it as well. Oh, God. All right, uh, 10.06 of the second period. Jake DeBrusque with his 19th of the year. Coyle tips the puck into the neutral zone. DeBrusque races out. Bogosian uh, outraces Bogosian. Uh, I'm butchering that name, and I apologize. To the puck. Gets tripped up. Stands right back up. Uh, he's all in alone, gets him to commit, gets Vasilevsky to commit, to commit, and then he beats him block aside, ends an 11-game uh, drought for DeBrusque, which was nice to see. Yeah, although it's nice to see him score. It's kind of moot now. I, I I hate this negative undertone I have today. Yeah, I, I, I've... I was really looking forward was, to this until about like 1.30 yesterday. Yeah, they just canceled the entire season, man. It's, it's, it gives you, like, a bad energy type to go into. It gives you that negative, like, flow. Yeah. Into um, it. Like, so you know, you know, you know you're going to not be able to do this anymore. I mean, you know, hey, it's the, the possibly the last show. You had been that positive energy, man. I'm fired up today. I've been swearing more, <laughs> a lot more than I thought. I know. You're not as sad as I am. You, that's because you still watch wrestling. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's still going on. But I think Vince Man should cancel it. But, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. The money... 
He wants. He went to Saudi Arabia. He goes. He still goes to those kind of shows, and he wants the money. Yeah, hey. he like fifty million from it. It's the American dream: make as much money as possible and don't give of a course. shit about anybody else. <laughs> um, so yeah, he doesn't I, care about his. Uh, I got a little stat. Very here. talented wrestlers, but yeah, no, he really, yeah, go ahead. He really doesn't. I'm yeah, sorry. Uh, let's get back a little on course here. Um, so I had mentioned the Boston Power Play when we were talking about the Islanders, and I said I misspoke because they won one in that. You know, we have, the note we have. I had here was that Boston was 3-for-10 after this game on the power play versus Tampa, which mm. is 30%, but where you have such a uh, a, a high-powered power play like Boston does, I, yeah, were, I was kind of surprised by that. They're mostly offensive-driven for those power plays, and, and they, had, they had like a lot... Really good. Uh, they were like high up there in the uh, rankings for power play. Yeah, Boston's second. Yeah, they were second behind Edmonton. Uh, the Oilers on the power play and third on the penalty kill, yeah. I believe. Or they, I think they were kind of bouncing back and forth on mm. the penalty kill, second and third. Yeah, they were starting to get a little bit rusty on that part too. And then seventeen twenty eight of the second period, Mitchell Stevens makes it an interesting third period with his third of the year. Tyler Johnson comes out of the corner ahead of Krejci. Takes a shot, rebound, bounces to Stevens, who is kind of almost wide open, and he spins and beats Rask five hole. I think it was. Game yeah, starts know, getting yeah. choppy after that. Yeah, you know, I never said this. We never thought about this, but our penalty kill today was definitely the coronavirus. Just saying, <laughs> no, it definitely was. We had a really big talk about the coronavirus, man. Yeah, that was our whole negative. We haven't been really bringing that up a lot. The penalty kill and the power play, but. This is definitely a, a perfect time to bring up the penalty kill. <laughs> well, we already did. We can definitely rewind back if you want the penalty kill. Yeah. Boston outshoots Tampa 35-21 to in this game. Boston's 0-3 on the power play. Tampa's 0-1. Um, big hits, 22 for Boston, 35 for Tampa. Tampa yeah. was trying. Tampa was playing. It's not like this game yeah, was. Yeah, I think Tampa's intentions during the trade deadline was to get more physical players like uh blake coleman he is physical too by the way yeah oh yeah that's why yeah. i that's what i liked about him he was a good sized body and he can score and he's got some speed yeah i think nick Ricci was still the better choice i'm gonna be honest because in my take on this he's been he has been there for kasha he's been there for all everybody standing up the players that's what we needed that's what we wanted to say back in january and december we wanted those kind of players and we did get a good one nick Ritchie. we haven't seen he hasn't been point producing but and neither he's has Kasha. A, I'd like to see a little more oh yeah, Kasha, from Kasha. Actually has not. I haven't seen um, him do anything. I think he's got maybe one assist. Yeah, that's about um, it, though. But Nick Ricky's been pretty damn good. He's he, been in a couple of fights too. And anyway, I've seen him win a couple too. Yeah, no, he's he's been he's been there for his teammates, which is a good way to endear yourself to a new team. Um, I I don't care uh, that Milbury couldn't get off the fact that he was you know he's a little he's a little punchy. Okay, so what? Yeah, he had we need, time. We need he players had, like that. We need an enforcer. He had one. time to slim down. Now he's got plenty of fucking time to slim down. Tampa Bay does try to make this a game. They did. They had two posts in the first, uh, the first half of the third period, I should say. Tuka Rask comes up big on Sorelli at one point. Sorry about that. I lost myself in the notes. Uh, after he kind of almost splits, but more just gets behind McAvoy and Chara. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Kucherov was not in this game very much at all. He yeah, disappeared. In, His he line was played. all zeros. Um, from what I recall, let me get pull it up real quick. Kucherov, uh, yeah, all zeros. Yeah, no 
20 minutes, almost 21 minutes of ice time, and he had one giveaway and one takeaway. Yeah, he had mostly zeros. That's, he, he was really quiet. Boston really shut him down on this one, which he would get back at them on the he Saturday won. night game, he which won. was all right. So, Overall, a good game. So but before we go any further into the March games, um, I forgot to mention that Pasternak was named third staff of February <clears throat> behind uh, first star uh, Leo, Leon Dreisaitl. 10, go- 10 goals, 13 assists in 14 games. Wow. Uh, Mike Zimbajad, uh, second star, 11 goals, 9 assists in yeah, 15 games. Yeah, he had a 5-goal night. Yeah. That one, was, one name he had a 5-goal night. That was March, but yes, he did. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Pasternak, third star, uh, 10 goals, 9 assists in 14 games in February. Congratulations there. The, they had GM meetings. <coughs> Well, we were gone. Uh, they decided that they were not going to do anything with the emergency backup goaltender. They were going to leave it as is. They are looking to change up offsides where your skate doesn't have to be on the ice as long as it's over the blue line. And it had come out also, and this kind of bothered me, but I don't think it's going to matter at this point, is they were coming out with new pucks with chips in them to help kind of track everything for uh, live stats, but they were going to stop using during the playoffs, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. You start that shit in the preseason. You don't use it yes, the please, postseason. Yes, please, preseason. Right. Not many people watch the preseason. This is a perfect time to do it. You know, there was they were saying it was basically the same, a little bit different. I read something. I forget what article. I can't find it in my notes, um, but... Uh, Sidney Crosby had used some in practice, and he wasn't a huge fan of them. Um, you know how the puck is, how it's kind of squared off. I believe they said it was a little rounded. That could make a big difference as of uh, whether or not a puck goes in or not. Yeah. Um, again, I, I think if you want to do that, you want to get these real-time stats. Everybody wants all their information. They want a regular puck. Right now. Um, they want the standard that, that's fine. black puck on the ice. <laughs> that's what they want. Not a... Not a change. They, no changes. They didn't like the Fox track puck back in the late 90s either, the players back then, from what I remember. Um, yeah, technology sometimes needs to just fuck off. For real. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I get it. You want to improve your game. You want to be able to get the stats. Uh, yeah, that's fine. But don't, but... but don't start it at the most important, what was supposed to be the most important yeah, time. Yeah, I know, the, the most important time. But like, Again, half the shit now. we're talking about today is almost mute. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care about this next game with Florida. And I never cared about them back in the start of the season. I mean, they made me start caring about them like around December, January, February. They were like, they were, they were like, I mean, I mean, I believe. Uh, nope, not in a while. Never mind. I never, cared, I never gave a shit about them the entire season. Um, through sixty-seven games, Boston's top line had scored two hundred and thirty points. That's pretty wow. nuts. Yeah. Um, and then the other report that came out while we were on our, our own little hiatus was that Krug uh, reportedly wants six years, $49 million. That would be an average annual value of $8.16 million a year. Um, that's good. For him, it, it'd work. He deserves I, it. I don't know if that's quite the hometown discount he said he was looking for. Uh, I don't Eight million a year is a lot, and there was re- there was reports that the cap was going to go up to around eighty four million, I think, maybe as high as eighty five, uh, which you would probably help. But I tore it, it down. I, I I think seven and a half, uh, you know, would that, be a lot more manageable number. That he wants it for money. Give give him the extra year. 
give them seven years at seven million, seven and a half, something like that. That kind of yeah. helps them out. You know, I'm sure that they're still working on that. They got they got nothing but time to talk about it now. So, yeah. All right. Now that we've caught up with all the news that I forgot about, because it's been so long, we can move on to the Florida game. Boston goes down to Florida on March 5th. Was last Thursday. Complete the three game road trip with what was it a two nothing win no. two to two, two to, to one, one victory. two to one overtime win let's listen to the call of the two goals there it's like yelling at the tv right doesn't do any good first run to marshawn marshawn dances toward wegar krug shot tip scores patrice bergeron with his 30th Krejci, the long pass for Krug, two-on-one with Pasternak. Krug closes, loses control of the puck on the stick handle. Pasternak knocks it loose. Krug winds up. He scores! Tory Krug wins it in sudden death. The Bruins win their fourth in a row. They're ninth of 11. They remain healthily on top of the NHL's Standings. So the, the Florida Pandas have beaten the Bruins at 33 shots. Not the Bruins had 28 shots. This is the, you know, it's very rare to see these kind of games happen with our team not having uh, not having the most shots. Because yeah, you know, we always have the most shots. We always we're always an offensive like monster. So yeah, and Jack Edwards of the Nesson broadcast saying just being sarcastic as always. Well, with, <laughs> with those with the call of those two goals is. Yeah. What you wanted to say there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you give me a notes. I was trying, I was trying. Well, yeah, well, I always want to be myself. During yeah, that. and I, I realize that I sometimes take control of the show, so I was uh, just trying to help you out on that one. Yeah, but, yeah I but was yeah, just trying to get Florida you had the mo- had more shots, but 33. He only got one goal, so 32 saves for... Uh, was it Halak? Yeah, I think Halak was in that. Yeah. Yes. Halak yeah, it was, was a while since I've seen this game, man. Boston yeah, I'm gets... Gonna, I'm going to say it again, I don't care about Florida. <laughs> Boston gets lucky early when Florida can't connect on a two-on-one between Huberto and Barkov. Um, I care about Huberto, though. He's a good player. Yeah. I, I want him on my team. He would, uh, We had mentioned him. I wanted Trocek as well. I just screwed that up when I was talking about it at the trade deadline. Yeah, he went to the Hurricanes. Um, Mackenzie Wegar opens the scoring for Florida to 6.55 of the second period. Uh, Florida comes out. In the second period, with a lot more energy, out shooting Boston to start the second. Wegar takes a shot from the high slot, beats Halak, who's being screened pretty decently. Um, Carlo gets an elbow by Dadanoff in this one in the corner. Origi- oh, yeah, originally ruled a five-minute minor for elbowing. Then it's reviewed and changed to two. The NHL rule on this is any uh. any hit that causes injury to the head or face must must be a five-minute major. And Carl was injured. And he, he, was, wasn't, he, he was wasn't injured. injured next he, game. He, he was not the in game. the next game. He leaves the game on this one. He's still on the shelf as far as we know. Um, and if you go back, Dadanoff looks over his shoulder, sees Carlo coming, and then, I'm sorry, Carlo's, what, 6'3"? Yeah, he's a big six, dude. 6'4". He's tall. Dadanoff, I think, is like 6'1". Yeah, Elbow comes up. It comes up over the shoulder and hits him right in the fucking face. NHL, what are you doing? You don't even bring this guy in for uh, a suspension, hearing. For yeah. a suspension, yeah. No, no hearing, no suspension, nothing yeah. for this guy. 
Oh man, that pissed me off a lot. Oh Fuck yeah, Evgeny Denonov. I think I think he's a dirty player. I, I I've heard he is. That was definitely a dirty hit. That was. It was an elbow to the fucking face. Now you can go back. I believe earlier in the year something similar like that happened. Carlo with an elbow. Only got two minutes. Fine. Say if it's a what looks out in the wash. Well, still, NHLs needs to take a look at this. I know. And make sure that this shit isn't happening. You you have a review on a five-minute major for a reason because you fucked up in the playoffs last year. I know. With the, with the Pavelski no. quote hit to the head where he wasn't hit to the head. He was hit, fell down, and hit his head on the fucking ice. So now you overreact and you fuck it up. You know, like... I'm okay with a reaction. Yeah, he literally got nothing for this. Yeah, I'm he, okay he, with a reaction, a but get it right. Yes, get he it got right. a fucking freebie out of this one. So, all right. Enough, enough about stupid NHL calls because we're not going to see him for a little while. Um, Good. <laughs> that's, the one, that's the one positive thing about this damn suspension. These uh, stupid refs need to learn. <laughs> a couple of them. Yeah, they need to go back and do some homework. Yeah, reveal your games, man. Although, what, we need to go back and do our and homework, And Toronto, too. too. It's, the Toronto board needs to also step their shit up, too. 11 minutes into the second period and 14 seconds into that power play, Bergeron ties it up with his 30th of the year. You know, just tips home a nice point shot from Tory Krug. My opinion, Boston should still have 4 minutes and 46 seconds in power play time after that shitty blown call. Yeah. Hey, we were in a pissed mood today. We have no hockey for a while, so you know what? <laughs> you know, we're going to keep this energy up for a long time. Baby. Yeah, I, I really I really do. I, like I said, I'm already jonesing for sports, and I'm not really. Yeah, we're not getting it for like who knows how long. I, I'm, long not saying re- I'm not saying wrestlers aren't athletes. I'm just saying it's not a sport that I'm really Which one? engaged in wrestling. Oh. I'm sorry. And I, oh, I, I, about the NHL's I whole, tried checking yeah. out that new league a couple weeks ago. The AEW, All Elite oh, Wrestling. All wrestling. That's yeah. a, I, it I was all right. right. I mean, it looks like they just have a lot of the older guys from there's what a, There's I one saw. thing I don't like about AEW. They keep shitty on WWE. Just focus on your own product. That's the problem with, with w, well, what WCW had. They're all pissed off that they got bounced out of fucking WWE. That's why. I get it. I get it. I understand. <laughs> and that, that's, the bigger, that's the bigger of the leagues. So. Yeah. You got to make a name you, somehow. I, I got to say right now, you got to focus on your own product. Product, Because WWE, they're focused on their own. They, I've never seen them mention AEW once in their career. Well, actually, no. Sami Zayn did it at, like, it's like birth. I, I had the first show. You mentioned me about AEW. And he said it. Sami Zayn did say it, but that's it. Uh. Yeah, but, yeah, AEW needs to focus on their own product. That's, that's my advice to them. Uh. They're a great show. I love it. A lot of the wrestlers there, Chris Jericho. You know, I love Chris Jericho, man. Yep. He's a GOAT. They're doing really good over there. Yeah. And they, got, no. they have uh, John Moxley over there, too. It's the good because uh, I don't think the WWE has any had any actual competition since WCW. Yeah, it's, so it, it's, it, they it's had TNA, to too. TNA didn't focus on that, but... Didn't they eventually... Didn't WWE eventually just buy out WCW and, and TNA? I think so. Yeah, so let's just... Let's hope that that doesn't happen there. Well, actually, no. TNA is still going on. They, I don't think they're they're still happening on shows and stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're they're still going now, but um, they not, aren't as big as they used to be. All right, back back to yeah. Let's go back. To let's hockey. go back to hockey. <laughs> so third period, not a lot going on, just a whole lot of penalties. Uh, one of the funkiest penalties you're gonna see all year um, is. Frank Vitrano getting called for an interference penalty for playing the puck while he still had a skate in the box. He's coming out of the penalty box, plays the puck. You got to get two skates on the ice. Everybody knows that he fucked up. Yeah. But there was a uh, like a 
three or four minute period where it was just penalty. Nope. I don't want the power play. Let's go four on four. And then you can have the power play. No, you just go four yeah, on four. Was, I think, yeah, that was a bit confusing. It man. was a little weird. Uh, so let's move on to overtime where Halak has a big breakaway save on Barkov early. And then Tory Krug with his ninth of the year wins it at four oh eight at the overtime. Yeah, I think he's the best at the uh he is the best at overtime, man. Yeah, well there's a reason he's asking for eight million a year and that's the reason. That's if, what he needed. If Boston doesn't give it to him, somebody most certainly will. Yeah. All right, so back to the uh the second Tampa Bay game that we haven't talked about yet. This game was a, oh, we did. Uh well that for we a little bit. we haven't the... full on gone on. Yeah. Let's listen to the Goals on that now. That's the way they wanted it. Kucherov standing in. Uh, make a little spin move. I don't have anybody, but I could have still caught McAvoy in the middle of the ice, but I don't. And McAvoy takes full advantage. Good look by Charlie Coyle to see the man coming late, even though it's on the backhand. Chara's blast off the end boards. Corelli to Kasha to Corelli. Back to McAvoy. He dances around Kucherov. The rocket, the save by Vasilevsky. Oh, wait, no goal ruled. The Bruins thought it was in. Pasternak's one-timer scores! It's 4-3. A power play goal. This game was brought to you by Any Brickley and Jack Edwards of the Nets and Broadcast. Well, I don't know if they supported it, but that was them with the calls. That was them with the calls, <laughs> yes. It was like it's a like Sesame Street brought to you by the letter C and the number 19. <laughs> Dude, this was a very entertaining game, Dave. Yeah. This was a play. This was a playoff game. I, this I was, is the only one we got to see, it, unfortunately. Uh, I think I speak for a lot of Bruins fans when I say uh, it sucked to see them give up the two shorthanded goals. Oh, yeah, that, that sucked. But, I was like, what the hell is going on here? But after that, that was a, another playoff experience kind of game there. Oh, yeah. Let's see. So 5 of 8, 5 of 8 of the game, Anthony Sorelli with the first shorthanded goal unassisted. 6-10 of the game, Sergachev with his 10th of the year shorthanded. couple turnovers lead to it. Missed, missed face-off, led to the first one. Sorelli beats Pasternak to the puck and then just beats everybody to the zone. Tuka should have had... One, if not both of those goals, in my opinion, and you know I'll defend Tuca till the day I die, but he should have had at least one of those two, especially that Absolutely. second one. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not so much on the first one where he had to obviously kind of keep an eye out for the pass. The second one was a little more obvious shooting situation, if you ask me. You know, a lot of penalties in this one. Uh, Wagner and Goodrow, a couple unsportsmanlikes. Uh, they go to the box for two minutes. Two yeah, minutes later, they come out and there was a lot of people fight. in the box. Oh um, yeah, that's that was a good fight. It was a pretty good fight, pretty even fight. Uh, yeah. Each each player got a couple shots in, and then the linesman stepped in when Goudreau's uh, helmet yeah. came off. Which that's fine. I'm okay. I'm all set. Yeah, with we, saw, the, we saw what happened in the AHL. Yeah, I'm all set with these guys falling down and whacking their head off the back of the back of the head off the ice without a helmet on. You know. Yeah. Um. Then we went right back to the box for five minutes this time, and not two. Boston's second power play was a little bit better. They had two shots on, only two shots on goal, but there was also four blocks by Tampa. So Tampa came to play. They wanted a little redemption. Um, Six fifty of the second period, Paquette makes it a three-goal game. Krug's following Bogosian behind the net with Bergeron kind of right behind him. John Moore steps out of position to try and cut him off behind the net, leaving. 
Paquette wide open. The, there's nothing Tuca could have done on that one. 1450 of the second period. McAvoy with his fifth of the year. He was really starting to heat up. Uh, this whole stoppage is going to really suck for him. Coyle with the breakout finds McAvoy coming late in the slot. It's going to really suck for him. Rissett cross McAvoy. corner. So uh, 1853 of the second period. Corrali with his sixth of the year. It was originally the no goal call, but they went back. Uh, and this is where the big melee started. Oh, yeah. You had uh, Maroon. As Char is trying to talk to the ref, come up and give him a little cross-check to the back. He yeah. loses his shit. And then... Uh, who yeah, was... and everybody starts fighting, man. Yeah. Every... That was a whole line brawl. Uh, Char and Mac... Uh, Mar... Excuse me. Char and Maroon for fighting. Cernak and Corrali, each with a misconduct. Another one of them weird penalties that you're only going to see very rarely was the uh, the team staff game misconduct coach on the ice. There was a bench minor delay a game. Um, yeah, this game got really out of hand after that. Like at, people were going to the box. At the end of the like, period, there was another scrum. Three more penalties handed out. Yeah, Rashawn for there was slashing. A whole lot of bodies in the pen on the bot. Oh the yeah, box. Like they, the third period at least. They needed to do an um an addition to the penalty boxes for this game. Uh, so third period comes out four on four. As soon as almost as soon as that ends, uh, Tampa Bay's Alex Kalorn scores on the power play. It was good movement by them on the power play. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know, point shot right past Rask. Nothing you can really do. Uh, at 6.37 of the third period, Bruins' uh, David Pasternak with his 48th goal of the year on and the power play. And that is going to be his last one. He is not reaching 15, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, we sat here. We talked a lot of this year about Pasternak hitting 50, maybe yeah, 55. Yeah, and now and, he's not going to hit. And it's know. not even his fault that he didn't get it. He's going to come up. Too short on I'm that. pretty sure he's pissed about this. Oh, yeah. He, he's, he was I, I, I don't know season. if Pasternak actually gets pissed. If you look at his demeanor, he just always seems no, he so does. fucking happy. No, he does, he does get mad when he gets like penalties and stuff. He's yeah, like, fuck, that's man. True. Even um, though doing that like, breakaway you saw with uh, him and Valeski, he was like, fuck, man, I didn't make it. <sighs> he was pissed. He gets pissed. You see it in him. Oh, he, yeah. he, he's passionate for the game. It's over there. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he's mad that he's not going to be able to like, reach the... 100 point mark, the 50 goal mark. Yeah, I thought he for was, sure he could do it. He, oh, yeah. He, he should Guaranteed have, he he should have been able to do it. It's unfortunate. Um, yeah. So about, you know, a, a bunch more penalties and a bunch, bunch of more nastiness getting <laughs> going on in this game. Uh, about two minutes left in the game. Boston pulls Tuca. And then at 18.58 after Krejci just gets his pocket picked on a just terrible play. Just Kucherov basically basically walks up and takes the puck off his stick and then just shoots it straight yeah. in for the blue line for the easy empty netter. Easy one. Easily game over. Uh, again, good game. Not the outcome Boston wanted, not the outcome I wanted. Um, but really, in general, you take away the two shorthanded goals and then that piss-poor giveaway by Krejci. Yeah. It, other than that, it's a great playoff. Th- those might have been the only two playoff games we see all year. Yeah, you know, pretty much. This this was guaranteed to be a playoff contender. So, in case you guys haven't noticed, the theme of today's show is coronavirus. And, Sadly, and the, we we hate the coronavirus, and unfortunately, it is in our show, <laughs> not in our bodies, thankfully. But all right, that. and then yeah. on Tuesday night, what could have been, what could end up being Boston's final game of the season, NHL season. 
Boston goes down to Philadelphia, and just hours after official, uh, city officials told people not to gather in groups of more than 5,000, 19,000 people flood the, I believe it's the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia for this game. Yeah. Boston wins 2 nothing. Let's listen to the goals on that right now. Krejci to Bergeron, and a save by Hart. Pasternak, Grizzly, Krejci holds, Saucer to Pasternak, Grizzly scores! Matt Grizzly with a bullet! Great puck movement, and the big triangle pays off for Boston. He works on it in the bumper, but again, nice little curl and drag there by Marsha. Clean breakout. <laughs> While you're cutting to your right, quick release. I don't know if it ramps off the defenseman's stick or not, but that is just a quick release bullet by Bergeron. High to the blocker side. All right, again, that was uh, Andy Brickley and Jack Edwards of the Nesson broadcast, uh, which might be their last Nesson broadcast of the season, unfortunately. Um, you know, it, it was Chukarask's 33rd birthday. He got his 50th career shutout and his fifth on the year. And the uh, Bruins reached the 100-point mark, too. And the Bruins reached the 100-point mark for, I believe, the third straight year and also the third wow. time under Bruce That's Cassidy. Incredible. Yeah, Bruce uh, Cassidy's an amazing coach. Yeah, he's been doing – well, it's at least been three straight years under Cassidy for that. It may have even been more. I'd have to go back and look. But Yeah, he's a very good coach, man. Yeah, yeah. Boston did get, like, did get outshot. I'm trying to stretch this show as long as possible because I'm just gonna miss doing this. Yeah, I'm gonna miss this, man. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, we didn't want, we did not want to end like this. No, uh, we're not gonna we're not gonna end like this. We will be no. back. We'll figure something out. Your your dad wants to do a uh, like oh, a yeah, throwback show. Yeah. Maybe we can look into doing something like that. Um, who knows? Maybe we can uh, meet up with the blown lines guys and we'll all take bets on if they're gonna be playoffs or not. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Matt Grizzlick opens the scoring 18:39 of the second period on the power play, his fourth of the year, and and they at 14:40 of the third period, Patrice Bergeron uh, makes it two nothing, and that was that was another good playoff kind of game. Yeah, of course. Um, this would have been like a first game one, just to get used to the playoffs. This could have been a first round game. Could have I mean, been. I, I believe the uh, the Flyers are close to the wild card too. No, they're second in the Metropolitan Division, so... Yeah, no, they went on a tear. That that was, um... Boston snapped a nine-game losing... Uh, nine-game winning streak for Philadelphia, who had won... Hold on, I actually made a couple notes on that. Won 14 out of their last 17 in comparison to Boston, who had won 15 out of their previous 19, so... Yeah. Uh, two very hot teams went into that game. One obviously has to come out a winner because we don't do ties anymore course which i think is a travesty eh, fuck a draw. well when it, when it comes down to the fucking shootout i i would rather have a tie uh, I, a yeah yeah you, you know, could do that they used to do a, a full 20 minute period you don't want to do that fine we've talked about this so does those two both teams get losses then no both, you, get, you gotta look at the they'd records still, they'd still get a tie each team would get one point for the tie you would split okay. the winning point which whatever okay that worked fine. for me that works, yeah. now you get an overtime loss they call it a loser point however you want to look at it i don't really give a shit it's just one of those you know what are you gonna do kind of things yeah yeah so if the season's over your boston bruins have the most points in the league with 100, the next closest was going to be 
St. Louis, I believe. Yeah, St. Louis. They had 94 points. Yeah. Followed by Colorado, Tampa Bay. So that would be the bottom part of your draft order, yeah, I assume. So. Um, Dave, I got to tell you, who do you think would have won the Stanley Cup finals? Be honest with me. It's, I mean, I, I'm a Boston fan. I, you know, I want to say Boston all the way. Yeah, I, I think I, they I had actually, a real. I think they had a real good chance of repeating as Eastern Conference champs. Of course. Um, yeah, I think they would have won. Uh, I think they would have won the Stanley Cup. I'm it, gonna be honest. If you look at the standings, this is a revenge it, tour. It looked like it could have been a rematch, which yeah. would have been great. I would have loved that to beat St. Louis. Uh, the way that the team was playing this year, and the way that Tuca was playing, I don't think it was gonna make it to a game seven. Of a of yeah. a, a cup final, and if it did, I I think they would have won. I think they would have won. They they learned from their loss from the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, and I think they I think they would have won. So we we had kind of texted last week before I had to cancel the show, and again I had to cancel. It was uh, my daughter was sick. She ended up with strep, not corona. And you know we had mentioned you know talking about uh, the the awards. So I I ask you, Tyler, who do you think? Should be the Hart Trophy, the MVP this year? Uh, Probably Leon Dreisaitl. He had the most points. I mean, he was not going to stop with the points, too. Like, no, If you look at his stats, 110 he's 110 points. points. That's really insane. And he's, well, actually, he's like, he actually had a point drought for three games. So. Yeah, oof, yeah, he was ice cold for three games. <laughs> yeah, he had, he had an incredible season. He already topped his 2018-2019 uh, season where he had 105 points and now 110 points. Yeah, he was leading the league in assists with 67. Uh, yeah, he has and, a minus seven, but that's okay. Yeah, I mean, and he was fourth in the league with goals at 43. As of right now, um, Pasternak and Ovechkin tied at 48 goals. They would split the Rocket Rashad's trophy, which another thing to mention is uh, his younger brother passed away the other day. It's too bad, unfortunately. Yeah. Let's see, who else? Uh, who do you think would have won the Vesna best goaltender? Uh, pro- that's kind of tough. I have to say, probably, probably Tukarask. Yeah, actually, maybe not. Here's it would some... be either Valeski or Tukarask. Here's what I'm gonna say after those two Tampa Bay games. My vote would have would and is going towards Vasilevsky. Yeah, actually, long. yeah, he if played I had a vote. so good during those games. He, he played good, so good for so long. He's played more games. He has more wins. As much as I like Tukarask, I, I can't deny that 35 wins for Vasilevsky. Um, his save percentage is not quite as good as. Yeah, I can't imagine how he would play. He's ta- he's fifteen yeah. at nine seven uh, with a nine seventeen save percentage. Yeah, Chuka. I cannot imagine how he would have played in the playoffs. He would have been a, probably a beast like Bennington. Yeah, I think I think they had a bit of a revenge tour themselves. You talk about the Bruins with the revenge tour for yeah, losing they had the Stanley their, they Cup. They had their revenge tour. They got embarrassed in the playoffs, and they wanted to prove that they. Want that damn cup. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like this Stanley Cup finals would have been either with the Bruins or Lightning going into the, the, the finals. It would pro- I think the Tampa Bay Lightning would be the only team that would bring us to Game 7. Yeah, it's too bad that that couldn't even have been a, uh, a conference final. That would have been awesome. Uh, that would have been awesome. That would have been a round two matchup if uh, the standings stayed the way they were because yeah. Toronto would have played versus Tampa Bay. And probably yeah, got. And you and know Toronto ain't winning shit. Yeah. The funniest thing I saw on Twitter it was uh, Mike Grinnell, former NHL player, saying that if the season is just pushed on pause and they stop playing, Toronto would actually be able to play into June. <laughs> 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 Fucking Toronto. All right, um, Tyler. I, I don't have much else. I don't. I didn't 
bring any notes on any of the other uh, awards because yeah, you know. All well, Rocket Richard probably other props tonight or uh, Ovechkin. Well, yeah, I mean they're tied right now, so it, it would be a it would be a a co lead a co winner yeah, kind of situation. Yeah, another one. That's crazy. So, uh, anything you want to say before we sign off, Tyler? Uh, it's been a really good time. Twenty episodes at the Boston Bee Party, and unfortunately now it has to be put on hold. Yeah, it's it's too bad. We were hoping to have a deep playoff run uh, doing oh, this. Oh yeah, we would have a really good playoff run. We would have uh, been looking at every single series. Could have predicted who would win and stuff. It would have been pretty good. Yeah, well, but unfortunately now we have to put on the whole thing with the coronavirus. Well, uh, we'll take a look. We'll do some things. We'll see if we can't get back out. Follow us on Twitter at Boston Bee Party One. Uh, we'll try and uh, get. We'll try and work something out where we can do a show with your dad and talk about some old school brewing stuff. We'll teach you a thing or two about old school hockey. I'm sure I'll learn some shit from him too. Not yeah. just picking on you for being so young. What are you? Twelve now? Thirteen? Yeah. Nice. I mean, uh, you, I'm you hit moves pu- out here at that move. Yeah, you, you hit puberty a couple weeks ago. I I'm actually 18, by the way. Yeah, 18 <laughs> years old. Yeah, man, I'm still learning the curse. And then I'll say this. I'm just busting your balls because I'm a dick like that. Yeah, but make sure the people know, too. My uh, actual age. Why not? Uh, anyway. All right. Yeah, well, on to the show. Well, yeah, thank you, everybody, for like supporting Tyler, the show, man. This I, yeah, is, yeah, This has been amazing. Thank you so thank much. You, thank you to all seven of our followers, uh, not including the, uh, the two of us and... Um, Jimmy and Dan over at the Blown Lines podcast. Yeah, thank you guys. Uh, don't forget to check out Jedi Jargon with your your brother. Uh, what's, oh yeah. What's the Twitter handle for them? Is that just at Jedi Jargon? I think it's like at Jedi Jargon One. Okay. A podcast for Star Wars fans from Star Wars fans. So in other words, a podcast for nerds from nerds. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, don't seriously worry. though, I recommend checking it out if you're a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, the, I I joke. There's a little nerd in all of us. Uh, I'm a Trekkie. You're a yeah. Star Wars guy. Hold that, hold that, that sign. We're all nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but in all seriousness, thank you so much for supporting our show, man. This is this has been an amazing time. Uh, it sucks to go out like this, but we'll yeah. be back. Yeah, hopefully we're back in a couple weeks. The the thing about the thing I liked about the NHL saying paused as opposed to suspended is paused to me means more likely to play again. Yes, to re- I, I hope it to happens. Restart. Um, although suspended just usually means that you're not allowed to do something for a little while and then yeah. you can start again. But I and think, I think, I think paused hope, has yeah. a nicer tone to it. And I think having that hope together to bring it back is like very good to, to have. Yeah. Message. So. All right, signing off for now. Hopefully, like I said, we can get back together in a couple weeks. I'm David Rodriguez. And I'm Tyler Scales. Please keep an eye out for us on Twitter at BostonBeeParty1, and we'll we'll try to keep you updated. Thank you very much. We appreciate you all. Peace. Bergeron, Pasternak, Marshawn doing what they do best, changing the momentum of a game. Yeah, I mean, anytime that uh, it goes in that, it's always a nice feeling. You know, I haven't seen uh, that in... Wow, so it was always nice, uh, you know, kind of just to play overall. You know, that's kind of what I want to be. You know, use my uh, speed and effort, and um, you know, it was just nice to contribute at that time of the game against this team. What you try to do with Vasilevsky there in the break? Um, I guess exactly what I did. I tried to, I don't know, I tried to fake him out and just raise it. And um, you know, I haven't really had too many great days, so I knew I had to make a good move on it. And thought I had time, so um, I definitely uh, surprised it went in the net. Boston. Both guys, five minutes each for fighting! Yeah.